right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up podcast. Solly here, Sunday night in Toledo. We are recording this coming off the golf course, uh, the second round, day two. The team portion of the Solheim Cup is wrapped. We're going to chat a lot about that. To my left, laying in my bed for the night, DJ Pie. Hello, Deej. Not a lot of context given there, but I like it. Happy to be here. <laughs> We're in my hotel not, room. Not really happy to be here, like, physically specifically but you know happy to be in the room with you guys big randy is here he has had a just a joyous week out at one of his favorite golf events in the world hello big randy hello 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 unlike dj pie i am fully clothed <laughs> uh i you know i felt like i, I feel like it's um three-day christmas and i don't know if i'm cut out for this i, I feel like the little kid that I, i'm tuckered out right now it was a long day it was a big day but excited to, to talk golf so and parachuting in, coming in hot, firing on all cylinders with takes, blowing up other spectators that were saying bad things about Madeline Sagstrom today. Mr. TC is here. Hello and welcome. DJ, no, I will not paint you like one of my French girls. <laughs> God, good to be here. Good to be back in Toledo. Uh, yeah, you know what? If you're going to talk shit about Madeline in the gallery, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk shit to you. So... We have conflicting reports of how that conversation went, but I think we may get to that. But before we do get to Solheim, the uh, the, the folks at Callaway want to give a shout-out to, you might have guessed it, Mr. John Rahm, uh, completing his first official season. Uh, as a Callaway staffer, he, of course, is using the Epic Speed Driver, Epic Speed Fairway Woods, Apex TCB Irons, uh, uses the Jaws Forged Wedges, as well as the Odyssey White Hot OG Rossi S Putter and the Chrome Soft X Golf ball. I got a little quick quiz for you guys. I want a little rapid fire answers here. Um, what 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 uh, what's John Rom's world ranking? Fourteen. <laughs> Close. He's actually number one. Uh, what what was John Rom in total driving this year? One. First. What was he in scoring average? One. First. Uh, what was he in strokes gained tee to green? One. Fourteen. What was he in par three scoring? Oh, one. this one I know. Seventh. One. <laughs> what was he in par five scoring? Well, one. that's easy. What about money earned? I don't know how they calculated this one because the FedEx that Cup might really be. might be second. <laughs> and second. Uh, top ten finishes, first. Correct. He had fourteen top ten finishes. So uh, a shout out from the Callaway family to John Rahm. I know you're a big listener, John, on a just a tremendous, tremendous season. And uh, we will talk some Tour Championship, but we got to start with the Solheim Cup. What, uh, Randy? I'm going to throw it to you first. What, what's this, what's the story of the day in your mind? We spent all day out there, second day in a row. We're a little tired. We're a little haggard, a little sunburn, if I may say. What's the biggest story in your mind? The biggest story in my mind was an American resurgence that was a little bit neutered. Neutered is a good word at the end by the Europeans. I thought it was a fantastic day at golf. I thought the crowds were seemed louder today. I think there was, you know, the, those American cheers were reverberating across Inverness. But, you know, we'll, we'll get into some of the matches and some of the golf that we saw. But uh, just, you know, good playing by both sides. Randy, I would, I, would <laughs> argue, I would argue that it was a little bit fluffed up by some a lot of feet of made putts from the Americans. You're saying the crowd noises. No, no, no. The, like the, the resurgence. The resurgence. 
Well, no, it wasn't really that well, much. Let me, I don't know how much you were. I, Tron obviously was traveling this morning. I don't know if you saw the early, early stuff. It was bleak, man, for the Americans. with totally. Like coming out of the gates with all blue on the board. I mean, Randy, it's funny. I'm glad he went to you because if you would have asked me, like, what's what's the story of the day? It's a hard question to answer. There's a bunch of like half stories that, that didn't really end the way you thought they were going to, right? It was ebbs and flows, truly. I, I felt like the momentum swung back and forth like yeah early in the morning i think it was four blue matches on the board the u.s was already down three points nelly quarter's like, getting her ass beat yeah like, we were talking were, what, like five oh down. my god like this might get away from the americans yeah. which nelly like she's rory she's just not a grinder she doesn't have it they look spent man they they, they just look really gassed i think nelly Do you have a problem with that I feel like she like just won a major. So when you call her Rory, I get a, li- I'm a little. Rory's won four majors, right? Like, but it's been seven years. No, yeah. but I I think like just game wise, they remind like if if the putts aren't going in and and she's just a little bit off, it's like she's not gonna. The body language is gonna be kind of lackadaisical, and you know it, it, she's not the most creative player, right? So and these yeah. conditions are kind of the firmness and the shot making required. Uh, she's just like, she is like a PGA tour player. Like sure. Her game is very stock, like hit it high, you know, relatively high, you know, be, you know, not really bomb and gouge, but hit a lot of good wedges and put the lights out from 15 feet. And it makes this, me respect her a lot less when you put it that way. Well, <laughs> this course just requires a little extra layer of precision and it has been awesome. Awesome to watch in that regard. But I mean, the very first match out was Daniel Kang and Austin Ernst against Georgia Hall and Madeline Sackstrom, and we went pretty much the distance with that match uh, that uh, today. Which, speaking of, like the they the Europe birdied the first hole, you uh, know, like it was such a tone setter. Can't give a big enough shout out to Georgia Hall's shot into number one. I think Madeline drove it through the through the fairway on number one, as as many players did for some reason. That's a whole yeah. other conversation. I could not wrap my head around. Other than nerves being on the first tee. Yeah, you need a big – I would have to hit a huge driver. I, I don't know what, which is a whole other conversation about, like, <laughs> is the driver too easy to hit and does it negate nerves? Whole other conversation. But, uh, yeah, Georgia Hall, kind of weird lie. This golf course, she she made that shot look so much easier than it was. It's just a just awesome shot to to set the tone, like you said. Yeah, and then and, Madeline pours in the putt, and then they birdie the second, and it's like, oh my god, like it's <laughs> it seemed like it, yeah, it was just crazy. And then to the Americans' credit, they battled back. That and, was the biggest concern though this morning was like after all the fireworks yesterday and all the emotions yesterday of you know a very conscious decision to send madeline out first yeah totally and is she gonna be able like of course she's chomping at the bit to go out and is she gonna be too i felt like this kind of the last you know this morning and then yesterday afternoon as well of like she's so ready to go out she's so ready to do it and then after like seven or eight holes you almost have to refocus yourself and and you 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 know you kind of burn so bright that you you kind of fizzle out a little bit hard to keep that for find a second win there yeah yeah she, uh, it felt like, you know, I love to walk off a course, be like, oh, hit five lips today, couldn't make a putt. Like that, watching her today was like, we were honestly keeping track of how many times she just hit lips so freaking hard. Like, not like, not running over the edge, like balls diving into the hole and popping out, and putts from like off the green 
And it just felt like she did not get enough out of playing really, really well. She, she did say that means everything's going in tomorrow. Yes, she so, did. Yeah. you know, she heed went, that warning. And in the interest of like, oh, you guys just – I will say her flub chip on 16 was pivotal in that match. Uh, Georgia Hall had driven it greenside. Madeline was playing the second shot and, and literally kind of flubbed it, left it a difficult chip then for Georgia Hall, who then chipped it up and they made par. But that only – Tied the hole. They lose uh, eventually by one. So it was, yeah, that, you know, a, a little different round from Madeline today. Some putts go in, that shot on 16, and, and I think they get that match. But I, the main thing I took away from that was just Austin and Danielle just willing themselves to kind of get that point. Like, they, they they started out the first couple holes, like, pumping up the crowd. And when you're two down, you, you, it's hard. you have to, you kind of, it's a fake it till you make it right. And to their credit, they just kept at it. They kept at it. Every green they walked to, they like rate, like tried yeah. to pump the crowd up. And they said that was a conscious thing to try to get some noise out on the golf course for the your groups behind them and ramp up the crowd for the groups that were coming in next, right? Just get them ready to like keep the energy going. And especially it, when, when Austin like is not putting well. Yeah. There was some shaky and that's where it's like, the golf wasn't the best in that match, and I, I I turned to you guys at one point. I was just like, I I hate what I'm about to say because I've never been this guy, but the, I honestly think that the crowd just kind of willed them to victory. Right? It was a one up win, and it just felt like everything that went down to the last couple of holes yesterday for the U.S. like it just went the Europeans' way, and they just needed one to just like, hey, this is a coin flip. This could go either way, and it went their way, and it just kind of snuck that point, and it really did just kind of flip things. I mean. Who knows how much of an effect that really has, but then Lexi Thompson drains a, a bomb putt on 17 for them to win their – her and Brittany Altamari win their foursomes match 2-1. and one. Made, a, Cup, made another couple, too. Like, she she made a few putts. Cup Show does the same the thing day. on 17, too. And then, yeah, they get up to yeah, – Cup Show drains Cup Show had a decent day on 17. Cup Show had a great <laughs> oh, God, day, yeah, period. Think about that. Yeah. <laughs> she and drains her a bomb Lizette. in the first match and then chips in in the afternoon on 17 for Brittany. Foursomes is the best. Foursomes is so much fun to watch. The flow is fantastic. It's easier. I mean, television networks can't keep up with more than eight balls in play to begin with. They couldn't keep up with three balls in play this morning. Yeah, that, we won't get we won't get into that. We were there's a reason we're here watching in person and not watching on TV. But but yeah, uh, but that was it. That was three points for the Americans in the morning, which is absolutely what they had to do after yesterday. And you guys are giving Mel and Leona short shrift though. You're right. They oh, beat totally. the shit out of Nelly <laughs> and Ali Ewing. They did. Five and four. That had a good chance to get to – did it ever get to six down? It, uh, it did. It yeah. Did. yeah. I was going to say, I, I thought they had them – it was a true, like, no one no one gets Nelly quarter seven down uh, type of moment when they, they fought back. But when she, Yeah, she eagled the Eagles yeah, up. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Leona McGuire, stars born, officially. Oh, my God. Man. I mean, oh. some – hey – Guys, people in Ireland, you gotta alert us. When I know. Somebody, why won't you guys? Nobody, why won't you tell us? Nobody mentioned Leona to us. We had no idea she was coming. No, I need a little heads up on these things, guys. Like, we can't was she track. even playing well coming in? Why won't anybody <laughs> we warn us about this? We can't keep track of everyone. But no, they are fired up at Ireland for one of their. I didn't even think I fully realized before her that this is like maybe the greatest like Irish woman player ever. Or like their first, first ever in the Solheim Cup. Yeah, which is kind of wild. Oh, shame on Irish women. You know, a, a little <laughs> Tron just shamed Irish women. A, a little, you know, maybe there was some. There were pre Solheim on Tron. Maybe some greats pre Solheim that we're not familiar with sure. in golf history. Sure. Very well could be, but. Um, gosh, it's a fairly it, pretty small population. Also, it is, but there's a lot of there's a lot of you know top a lot of male players, players on the male yeah. side. So, yeah. 
Um, but I, yeah, you know, she was like, just tremendous. I think I think Lizette and Cupshaw, like that was a very very. They didn't lead till f- till fourteen or fifteen. That's what I'm saying. Is it was lo- it looked bad, and the U.S. just yeah. flipped it. And the like the going from it looking bleak to winning a point, and then the other matches flipping. Like that noise this morning was it was freaking awesome. Now, granted, I mean they're they're out there. They're what six seven holes behind. Yeah, right. Oh, TC, <laughs> come on. Because because come Lizette on. just can't can't hit the ball within four or five minutes. Just wait, Teron. Tomorrow she's right in the middle. She's gonna it's gonna be a massive she's, traffic. She's gonna jam. clog it all up. It'll look like the four hundred five out there tomorrow, TC. <laughs> this time of day. Uh, I do I do want to say back in that first match, I was so impressed with Georgia Hall. Oh gosh, TC, just Randy, that was in my notes as well. Putting the absolute crap out of the ball made the, so many clutch putts on fifteen. Like the very very difficult back left hole location, uphill left to righter that she had to make for par from like. 15 feet that was just a true you got to blend the line and speed totally. like that was a very difficult putt and she poured it right in the center and that's what i some put, big par putts that's i said that on twitter i was like yeah. a, a clutch par saving putt on opponents opposing soil just like reverberates like weirdly quietly throughout the golf course of like ooh, ooh, that just was cold i was impressed with leona's putting too for the most part i mean she just made so many home so many whole havers whole winners whole savers that that I mean, her ball striking obviously is unbelievable, and just the way she plays golf is fantastic to watch. But for a rookie, the only person that's playing five matches for the Europeans and goes out and just makes everything seemingly, it's just cannot wait to watch her tomorrow. And she has not been beaten, and yeah. she looks like she is relishing like sticking it to the Americans on home, on American soil, which is awesome. Her and Kupcha. We'll go over the over the singles matches, but she's got Kupcha. That's the... Top two performers, I'd say, so far on, on each side are going head-to-head. Uh, crazy 1-12 Ran- chance that that would happen. Speaking of uh, of Cupcho, Randy, talk to me. We were talking about foursomes, pairings, and, you know, who you like to put together. I always we – were, we're talking to some people, and they're like, you know, it makes sense to put the quarters together because they're identical players, right? You want someone you can club, someone who you can, uh, you know, really mimic your game after and just try to get into a, a little bit of a rhythm. It seems like Cupcho and Lizette play complete opposite games uh, from watching them. Like, Cupcho just murders the ball. Lizette kind of bunts it around. They looked awesome together. So we were kind of talking about it beforehand, and just I know you had some thoughts on that. Well, yeah, I, I think that the philosophy of, of creating like groupings uh, with with foursomes, you know, I, I think the the conventional wisdom w- that we've heard on the ground this week is you, you try to pair similar games and foursomes and then opposite games and four ball. But as DJ and I were talking about, it's like when 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 you pair opposites in foursomes and they click, it's like such a high ceiling it's a next level because you're getting yeah. like the best of both worlds yeah uh but if it goes poorly then it, it like it can spiral you, you can blow quickly. up on the launch pad yeah for sure um <laughs> and, I, and I think lizette to their credit i mean lizette and and jennifer are they are vibing yeah. <laughs> to, to use a word and it's yeah it's it's really worked what i was thinking about like lizette and cupcho make a lot of sense because if all right, Cupcho. If we're just cl- we're classifying her as a longer hitter, right? So if she's bombing drives, that means a lot more wedges for right. Lizette, right? And Lizette is able to compete at a high level because she's so good with her hybrids and able to you know hit it to where people are hitting eight irons, right? But if she's in there, she's like world, world, world class with her wedges. So she's got more wedges in with Cupcho driving. Now flip it the other way. 
Lizette furthest ba- further back off the tee. Cupcho is able to hit longer irons, you know, her longer clubs in or whatever, where she is like skilled with more club head speed. Like that sets up pretty well for her. And if you get that working, to your point, they end up, you know, kind of playing like they it's, played. And it's, they both. It's play sweet great. music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When 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 it's going yeah. well, man, it's sweet music. Yeah. So I like I this you know I don't want to rile TC up with that I love like watching and rooting for Lizette like yeah. she's so like steady like she's so easy to root for like there's no fear of like oh this is gonna she's I gonna love her game she's like she's one of the best like hybrid players in the world like it's I was not, gonna have you unpack the whole take the whole game. take soup to nuts because you love her game love her, her personality love her off the golf course <laughs> yeah, I just think she's love like, her backstory she's probably one of the most like selfish it's disrespectful to her opponents. The way the they time these groups, the by game, the way, it's it sucks. Which big big J, my well, associate big J, you got to beat the bushes, man. Dennis, who knew the J and DJ stood for <laughs> big J journalism? He was doing some investigative reporting. What'd you find out about how they? Do you know how they Solheim time Cup? players during the Solheim Cup? It's it's wild. Tell, you told me about it, but I couldn't relay it. Well, again. I was trying to. I didn't want to bother the official because she's kind of like you were mid, interrupting her process. She was, yeah, she's mid time, and she's even like, "Yo, it, it's complicated." Like even when I'm not trying to time every shot, like it's complicated. Like, it shouldn't be that complicated, right? I agree with you. It didn't. It didn't make a ton. It doesn't make a ton of sense, or I guess it kind of does. I don't know. But basically, what they can do, I think each person has 45 seconds. When you get on the when you get quote unquote on the clock and they start timing your shots, which we've got activist officials, so they everybody should be on the clock at all times. In this, <laughs> because trying to see something, say story. something to, this exactly. week, right? Exactly. Uh, each shot you have one one thing at a time here. Each player has forty five seconds for each shot, but if you hit it quicker than forty five seconds, you can bank time. That's ridiculous. And basically, they keep tabs like they keep an aggregate time. It's like chess. For the entire, it's exactly like chess. If she would have just said that, she would have saved herself so much time. Like you know, when you play chess, you know, you move your piece, you stop you, the clock. You, you should have time. a maximum yeah. amount of like vacation time that you can accrue. I will say, in Lizette's defense, their match was not the only match on the clock today. I need you out there. Group with the finished stuff. with like they the they were on seventeen green when the group ahead was on eighteen green. Like their group was not like. God, let's give them a pizza party for that. <laughs> <laughs> also, we we watched almost the whole match, and I never once thought like, Not "Wow, even she's noticed. playing mildly slow." And I actually thought the opposite because I was <laughs> I wanting to point it out, and I was Which, like, "TC did punch back." He's like, "Well, yeah, that's because she was on the fucking clock after the second hole." Yeah. <laughs> well, then it's working. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Is it though? Mm. Yeah, because yes. they finished where they were in line. Can I say this? Can I reach across? I love your passion for it, though. I just I, I hate slow play, man. I think it's none sucks. of us like slow play. And one thing I will ride for but this like, is we, catnip, catnip for the Euros. Leona McGuire might be the fastest player I've ever seen in my life. Well, I, and I feel Mel. Like we just keep you guys giving... are both on opposite ends of the hyperbole spectrum. Oh, dude, she's today. so fast. I feel like she's we just fast, keep giving but... Lizette a free pass. Like she's I... done this like. Like it's, it's 15 times this year. Pass. It's just about not it every time she's it's done the, it. It's the 85th no, most important story happened. of the week here. She well, here, here's what... Here's, she got, oh, she got timed. Oh, my Tron, God, can she I, got timed. Sean, can I tell you my biggest takeaway here is, like, when you watch on... I Well, actually, it shouldn't... It should be the opposite. But, like, her playing slow... I I, I never even thought about it today. The crowd never the thought about it. Six or seven holes. But why? Slow as shit. Because she's slow as shit to the ball. Because he's got she's a tank. Not, I know. I feel like you're just riding this tank. She's not doing her work before. I feel like you're riding it. She's not doing her work before it's her turn. That's my biggest issue with it. 
So anyway, I don't want this to turn into well, it, uh, well it kind of has. <laughs> well, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. I don't want to talk about slow play. <laughs> but I didn't hear anybody talking about it. I guess nobody, it's my point. Nobody, has nobody. Said that. But but again, we're we're gonna we're gonna call this thing close, right? Like you're grabbing a little bit of cloth, a little bit of jersey. We're we're calling it evidently with the referee yesterday, Missy misdemeanor. I don't. Uh, We've ta- we've had a, a robust dialogue offline about the conversation. I don't want to relitigate the ruling yesterday. I do want to say I thought your Joey Crawford gifs were so, some of the best work. It's just something where like it needs world. to be in the spirit of the game, and it needs to be in like between the like in the match and between the between the players. And when you take it off of the players, your issues with the rule though, because the no, rule- it's not just the rule. It's with the it's with the rules official being empowered to. Well, then they should not have a, a rules official with each group. Or they should not have the rule be the, if the rules official sees something, they have to say I was going to say, something. I feel like the captains yeah. agree to empower the rules That's officials. That's fine, but I'm saying at some point, like if you empower the rules officials, then I want these. I want them on the clock at all times because Lizette's she, it's straight up cheating in my opinion. They Listen, put that, him on the clock and they timed him and they were, as our after, big J journalist. After she's, after she's already taken, you know how much, much it takes to get put on the clock? Not that much. You fall a hole behind. Yeah. And they start a hole behind, the, the way they separate out these tee times. I've heard, like, at least four or five matches on the clock this week, just walking around, like, hearing rules officials talking about it. It's happening. Anyways, let, let, let's move on. What, what's next? What, what else stuck out? TC, what, what stuck out to you in the positive? First of all, I'm a little bit worried about Celine Boutier. I think she was, what, 3-0-1 or 4-0? Four and zero. Last last go around, they've kind of hidden her. This one, she got she she sat out both all four, shot matches. Yeah, she played or, all shot. No, 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 or, no, no. Sorry, the, both of the. Uh, she, uh, they bookended her. She played Thursday or uh, Thursday. She played Saturday morning and Sunday, Sunday afternoon. afternoon. Okay, yeah. Which I just didn't. I don't know. I think she's one of the stronger players. I think she's better. Like she's a good match play Seems player. Like she should be one of the steadier players. She right? gets like, the ball in the hole. Yeah. Like the I don't think the analytics are gonna jump out for her or anything like that. She just gets the ball in the hole. Right. Excellent putter. So I'm very curious to see what she does tomorrow. You know, just again, looking at her card, she. I mean, she played pretty well. Like she did. Right. Like I don't. I don't know. I just don't understand sitting her twice. Like, it's just weird to me. There, I think, she was weirdly emotional after her match that she won on Saturday morning. I don't. I just don't know if there's more to the story there or not. But it was. We were kind of digging like, around trying to she, find out. Yeah, I don't know what. She, yeah. So Ali Ewing missed a short putt uh, to lose the match, essentially, right? Or or lose a half point or to no to to lose it. to lose the match. Yeah. And so she was in tears, and then Celine was also in tears after winning the match. We just. It, Correction, they have it. I'm sorry. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. We we never really got to the bottom of that, but and that's not something we heard. Like I, we were just we standing there and just yeah. saw it, and it was like, oh, I don't know what that's about. Yeah. I've been very impressed with the European like leadership and just. It just seems like they're coasting, doesn't it? They like, just seem like they have their shit together. Yeah. It seems like there's no there's very no. Buttoned up. You know, like in the press conferences, and it's not just the strategy or who they're sending out. It's just like the way that they do it and the way that they look. It just seems very cohesive, right? I think something else that that kind of stuck out to me was like sending Allie Ewing out for the first three matches. Yeah, like I don't really know why you're treating her like a superstar or like one of your stalwarts. Like, you know, she's a good player. I don't know if she's. Well, I think that gets into probably another conversation, which is the pods. Yeah, I think the U.S. You know, for better or worse, and it looks genius when it works, and it looks questionable when it doesn't. But I think you kind of become like a slave to the to the pod system, and then it's like, well, if you're going to send out 
you know, if you're going to send out Nelly, you've got to send out Allie Ewing as well because uh, they're in the pod together and the other two are playing. You can't sit one and play the other. So uh, that's just – I don't know. I think that's for better or worse. I don't know where you I guys I think Randy said something interesting about the pods. It's like it, it kind of absolves the captain of – Yeah, it gives them an out, I think. Like, you know, once you commit to the pod system, you know, they bring in people to administer personality tests. They tell you, like, okay – you know, personality wise and whatever other metrics, these four should be placed together. And then once you have those in place, yeah, I feel like the captain, then they're not really making like impactful decisions necessarily. And that honestly might be good for some captains. Maybe they don't want it. I don't necessarily begrudge them that. I, I think it's a shame though, to not like if I were a captain, I, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want the pods. I, I would want to be able to adjust on the fly, I guess. I or a little bit have, of connectivity between the pods. You can have dot, pods, dotted right? lines around your pods, right? Where it's like you, you can have some cores and, and know where yeah. you're at, but allow yourself some flexibility. Sometimes it feels like everybody has a plan to like get punched in the face, and the U.S. got punched in the face Saturday morning, and, you know. But like we did they not see. They stuck to their plan. And, and, and maybe that's a testament yeah. to them, yeah. And Pat Hurst was saying that this afternoon. Like, you know, you just got to be a little patient. There's a lot of golf also, to play. Like, at some point, like, they stuck to their plan, and then they got beat this afternoon, too, right? It's not like, like, let's not overstate the comeback today, right? Like, it, it was, they won today four and a half to three and a half. They won well, by. The bookends both felt, the, the Saturday morning and the Sunday afternoon both felt like they could have either swung the other way entirely or been a lot closer for the U.S. And that was, the US I think my big takeaway was... Slipped away a lot of points. Sagan, they bled a lot of points on Saganda, those Saganda, them sessions. grabbing a full point, yeah. and then Reed and Maguire grabbing a half point out of that last match. Violently. Was like, That's massive. Violently grabbing but, a half point. So they have a bad opening session. They lose three and a half to a half. They stick to the game plan, and they have are, are winning the Solheim Cup since then. So they had a bad first set. So if you're in this in this scenario, like you take like all right, bad first session. Let's throw the plan out the window. Yeah, but they're also like a massive, massive favorite. I mean, it's not like we're saying like, like right. But their job pat them on the point, head. We're saying you know you got to no, be able to flex yeah. out of the strategy and this like the strategy. If you stay I, with I it, agree. like you're winning. Yeah, I agree. That's a good point. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, a good point. I, I just like and again like I, I you know I don't know sitting Yalimi. Two of the four matches, like that, feels a little bit off to me. Like, talking to Pat Hurst a little bit, it was just very clear that like everybody was going to sit, like coming into it, everybody I think was going to sit a, a pretty like everyone was playing t- at least two and no more than three. Yes, exactly. And I'm sure it's tough when like you go out and the number one player in the world doesn't play well. Like right. that'll put you on your back foot. Right. Lexi so, didn't play well, and Jess doesn't play well, yeah. and Daniel Kang didn't play well, and yeah, I think there was, uh, yeah, it's all you said it very well. There was a lot to kind of freak out about and, and try to adjust and you're right that they've, I'm, I'm, they've I'm just like more points than they've lost they're <laughs> always down going into I, I'm, a, yeah. I'm alonzo morning over here i, know, I, have, I, I have alonzo morning myself like i guess oh, the, okay. i guess yeah. i guess we're just we're just left though with like it seemed like kind of a weird first step or a weird first like yeah. initial foot right totally. and we're still kind of feeling that out i don't know after, it feels it after feels, saturday morning it feels like you know, you don't look at after a good winning session. You don't look and be like, yeah. You don't. It's just like, oh well, that's how it's supposed to go. And then the losing ones, like, whoa, man, what were they thinking with these pairings and everything? I'm I, also I, of the point too, where like at some point, like captains can only do so much. You gotta go, you gotta go hit the golf shots. Golf. And you gotta go do For it. Sure. That's what I was just gonna say. And, we're, that, we're, and that's where I'm at with the Euros. Is like, 
and, and that's like, I'm not being a fucking heel, like rooting for the Euros. Like I just like this team better. Right. I think they're, I think they're a more cohesive team. I think they're, they're bought in. I think they're into it. I think they're into each other. Like they like being around each other. That's the sense that I get. And I don't get that from the American squad squad. I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, a couple, a couple of things on that. We were talking about it at, at dinner a little bit and, of course, we'll. Everybody has the tendency to do this, and we'll absolutely do this again in a couple of weeks. I guarantee when we go to the Ryder Cup. But the American side just—it's very like when it's going well. Oh my God, what a fun team! This is so great. When it's not going well, it's like, all right, who's the scapegoat, man? Who's it, who's it going <laughs> to be? Gonna Who are we going to pin this up? Well, they fucked up the pairings, man. Of course, <laughs> that's the pod system. And and Tron, you're right in that like. Yeah, maybe it was just like Nelly didn't play well, Just didn't play well, Lexi didn't play well. And I will say what's crazy is you look at Saturday morning foursomes where it was three and a half to a half, and every match went to the 18th hole. And and a little bit of that is, man, thing, things could have gone. Play better, too. Like last hole, like step up and hit some shots, and they just didn't. Right. Yeah, it's it's almost like you know you kind of lose four coin flips there, and that's not going to happen if you if you play that scenario out multiple times. Like yeah, it's, it, yeah they just caught some bad luck a little bit too. I, I will oh, say, so not, are you into probability and coin flips now? Really? A little bit, a little bit. A little I'll bit. say we got some whiffs of big tone coming Randy's from the corner a, of the room over there. Yeah, yeah. Solly's, Solly's just, I'll also say you have some of the you have a couple baptizing. of the worst putters on the planet. You're impressionable tonight, too. Randy. Real quick parenthetical: Solly had an epic. Epic Tony Fino take this week, Randy. I don't know if you want to wait on that to to, to unveil that. That tell he's me, literally too good, and that's why he doesn't win more. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> Solly argued, but you know he doesn't. He's so good that he did. I I preface this. With, I preface oh, I'm sure you. I'm sure you did. The God. shit out of this. I was like, you know what? Honestly, an argument that I that. If I really want to stretch it, I oh, can and make. it's 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 correct. By the way, like, yeah, it's, it's a good take. He, but also, it's the headline is you're going to get crucified in the press. Of course, he qualifies into all the WGC. He doesn't get to play in like the opposite events. <laughs> yeah, he plays where, too good of events. He's it, too good. That's he why could, he win. you know, he could Hoover up some wins in like the Barbersol or you know wherever. Puerto Rico. I mean. Yeah. He, they didn't even let him defend at Puerto Rico, exactly. did they? Exactly. The point is he's priced himself out of the lower tier of tour events. So you only play the majors, the WGCs, the players, Poor all guy. the big money ones. I know. And I those are that. harder to win. I hate that for him. It was it's, just fun to bottom line, like, dude, he's just too good. He can't win. I was like, <laughs> we'll get to your apology for like I thought he was gonna I thought he was gonna win East Lake this week. Yeah, I was a little didn't. curious if maybe they're gonna throw him a couple more strokes on the back nine. Yeah. Just to just to pad the Yeah, was it because he's, he's, he's earned so many exactly. strokes from strokes game you would have thought you would have thought it turns out it doesn't work that way but before we get off on any other speaking of tangents let me get off on a little tangent real quick football is right around the corner you can get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL and with the NFL returning DraftKings is giving new customers $200 in free bets instantly when you bet $1 or more on any football game listen you may not want to miss this Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 or more on any week one game to receive $200 in free bets instantly. And if Sportsbook is not available yet in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. And for week one, DraftKings is giving new customers a free shot at a $1 million top prize. Nothing adds to the excitement of watching a game quite like having a free shot at a $1 million top prize. So download the, the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code NLU to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game and get a free shot at a $1 million top prize with your first deposit. That's promo code NLU. 
For a limited time, only the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. Only new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. For restrictions apply, see DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook. For details, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Woo! Really, really Whoa. good stuff, man. I Randy, didn't think I, I could do that. can't wait to bet on my Niners. <laughs> oh, my Shanny. God. I did not think I was going to be able to do that one, but we got through it. All right, back to, uh, back to Solheim, back to this afternoon. Uh, biggest takeaways from the afternoon, TC. What did what What was your biggest takeaway? I think it's Danielle Kang. She's struggling, right? She's pump. She's trying to pump up the crowd. She's trying to do all that. I just are they trying to hide her tomorrow? Singles? She's going off last. Going off tomorrow. last tomorrow against Emily Christine Peterson, who is either two zero and one or or three and zero. Like she's been balling no doubt so i don't know i i'm i'm curious to see you know i'm not a lexi guy i have no qualms that lexi's gonna come and ball out tomorrow i just like i think the ones that are gonna win this for the u.s are gonna be like a, a yulimi no or a megan kang like the ones that are they're, they're kind of i think mina harrogate has a chance to get a point against celine i yeah. think you know if austin can make some putts i, I, don't, I don't know We'll get into singles tomorrow. I think it's going to be very, very close and, and a very good watch. It's been really freaking close to begin yeah. with, right? I think we're kind of getting on the extremes of both ends of it. Totally. Like it's been awesome golf. Awesome. How many matches? Not, I, at some point, uh, I was listening to the, the broadcast. It was the, uh, they reached the ninth match to reach yeah. the 18th hole. Today. I don't know if it got to 10 or I forget what, what, it, what it was, but that's extremely rare in match play. I think the other takeaway for me is just like, I wish I could root for Jennifer Cupcho. That was going to be, honestly, that was going to be my big takeaway is I did find myself rooting for her. I mean, she was She's like, so good. hadn't watched her in person really at all before this week and didn't, you know, I think her personality is fairly well documented as, as you know, not being she's introverted. super she's jubilant. Introverted. I think she's very introverted. Yeah. Which uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Which she someone makes Cantley look dynamic. Someone on the ground today said like, can you imagine if she had Maria Fossey's personality? Like she would oh be God. an absolute superstar because like <laughs> she's got a little bit of Fossey like in her golf swing, the way she just lags it like oh, crazy yeah. and awesome. just nukes the ball, puts it great. And I, I don't know, a lot of my takeaways are going to be from that match, both because it was, I think, by far the best match and it was the one that we just luckily happened to watch most of but watching cup show was awesome <laughs> watching mel reed like kind of fighting it i think for a while she had was getting her shoulder worked on a little bit around whatever that was the eighth hole eighth hole uh had the physio out there just had some big misses like clearly wasn't super dialed but then just seeing her step up in some big moments the shot she hit into 17 was really really good didn't make the putt shot she hit into 18 obviously if you didn't see it she hit it to about three feet to which she almost to, missed to, to win the hole oh and, and have the match the fact that they the group prior into 17 left both their putts short yeah when they needed to have oh dude <laughs> nobody got that to one that of them so go in up, so just up. shows yeah. you how tough that yes. spot was back there totally and shows you how amazing cup chose chip in was yes. from back there like when she hit it there i was like oh god that could be really rough and yeah she fr and that match was Just drifted in. a couple things on that mel fighting it for a while they like the strength of a really like the benefit of a really strong partner is like oh you're fighting it for a few holes cool like i got this like yeah. i'll take this for 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 now and and then all of a sudden, Mel comes back and birdies 13. Yep. And then. True ebbs and flows. Yes. Like it, it was just an awesome, yeah, ham and egg. And one thing that was really cool about, you know, we're kind of talking about the pod system and the role of the captain. I think I agree with you, Randy. I, I kind of Alonzo mourninged on. I know, which I US, hate because I still want on to the US hate strategy the pods. because I think I was romanticizing a little bit. We, we talked to Karen yeah. Stupples 
a lot out there who's an assistant captain for uh, the European team. And hearing her talk about that group of Leona and Mel Reed was probably, you know, if not the strongest team on the Euro side, definitely up there. And she's like, you know, that's one that's like, who would ever like put those guys together? Like they just don't, they don't seem like they would have very much in common. They seem very like different people. And for whatever reason, like at this practice session, like something just clicked and the cap, like Katrina Matthew saw it and, you know, they made that play. And Wasn't that, that, that last... is where it's like fun to romanticize the captain and like seeing that and seeing it play out, you know? And Wasn't uh, that the last captain or the last like practice session yes, though? Exactly. So that's, I guess that's where I go back to with the pod stuff is like when you, like, were they all playing in the same pod system? Or, because I think that's where like following it early in the week where they, like the US at least had already decided upon this pod system and said, hey, these you know, these, these players are apt to play well together. Didn't change it up at all session to session as far as the practice sessions go. Or, you know, and I, sounds I, like a lot of people were missing from the practice sessions too. On well, the that American was the ones bef- even before, before, the, the, before week. the week. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. I see. But, but so like, like if you're so rigid in your pod or so rigid in what you think is going to work and you don't switch anything up, you don't find that magic. Right. Right. You don't find that, that like weird recipe. Yep. Which I don't know if they were not playing together up until then or or if it just you know they're practicing together and then it finally clicked in the last session or yeah. not right i don't know if they were experimenting right in that regard but i'm just saying like mel it, said the thing said things like yeah uh, she was joking in the interview with her like yeah like i knew I was, you, you'd come around i knew you'd start liking me like <laughs> almost as if like i knew leona didn't like me to start but you know we'll make some birdies and we'll eventually be friends some so. good stuff from the european team just you know trying to trying to fish for some some nuggets about leona first of all i didn't know her Parents raise chickens. School teachers in Ireland raise chickens. Unbelievable. That's very interesting. But uh, she's obviously like Cantlay esque, I would say, on on the golf course. Just like completely like stone faced, like not a lot of smiling going on. And there was one person that yelled out, just come on, Leona, give us a smile. And she literally just glares at them. Like, not even <laughs> perfect. Not even cracking perfect. a little bit. That 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 shit. You know, awesome. she should I'd smile more. That. She yeah, should exactly. really smile her more. swing, exactly. her downswing, especially on wedges. Like the way that her head is down and impact. She looks like Lee Westwood. Reminds me of Tommy Fleetwood. Or I think mm, uh, I, 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 I I think Westwood works yeah. for that too. Just covers or, the absolute shit out of the or ball. Or Poosh, I also say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which I have immense respect for people that cover the hell out of the ball. That match, like, we could talk about this for another 30 minutes if we wanted to. I mean, We haven't even is, talked about the birdie on an 18 from Mel. Right. Well, this is this is off memory. I'm going to go like straight off memory. We have Leona stuffed it to a back right pin on nine. Hardest, but, among the hardest pins I've ever seen. It was, a, yeah. sorry, it was a greenskeeper's revenge pin. Yes. TC, we wouldn't have let TC and, and Randy put <laughs> That was how I felt. This. I got out there. Like That was the first, first hole I saw. Flew in, like drove down from Detroit, got out there at like 1.45 or 2 p.m., and I'd seen your picture of that pin and then went there and then did like three or four other holes. And I'm like, holy shit, this looks like Randy and I set this I thing up. Say, you guys better have no, no complaints about I, the setup this week. No, I, awesome. And I want to explicitly like just call out whoever is in charge of the setup. The, I the LPG, love yeah. it. I want to see a little bit it. more movement around the tees. 
mixing up the distances. I'd love to see eight, like nine actually, as a, they've as a done drivable. That. And they just probably don't present it on TV. They moved yeah. 16 up. They moved uh, Which eight they're, back. they're still trying to tell us on TV that... Moved that, two up. They moved two that, back. That two yeah. is a, a par five. It is now. They moved okay. it back now. Um, which, which is absurd. fun that it's... The whole it's, 383. Oh, it's par five. It was an eagle putt. <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. But it is fun that it's, it's truly like 150 yards of difference yeah. day to day, yeah. which is kind of fun. So... She makes McGuire makes the birdie on nine. They flip over. Cupcho makes a long birdie, b- long birdie on ten. Then she flips over to a, a, a crazy front right pin on eleven. Makes birdie there. Then they go and Mel Reed picks back up after taking a few holes off, kind of being injured. She birdies twelve. Leona comes in, birdies thirteen. Birdies then, thirteen after having to lay up to like two hundred and twenty yards, probably. Like, probably her worst drive of the day, easily. It's like a duck hook drive. Yeah, like, wedges back down to the bottom, hits like five wood up there to like twelve feet, makes the putt for birdie. Talking <laughs> great pins, like the the pin on twelve this afternoon, that back so left. Hard. Oh, there's oh. like, there's so many the whole good pins. That, there's. Like there's not a bad pin on that whole no, green. Yeah. There's all these little nooks and everything. I'm I can't wait to see where they put shit tomorrow. And then Lizette birdies on top of her to cap off this run of where the best ball for the whole yeah, they were five under through five there on that five hole stretch as a as a four ball. Which and, is essentially again, as as we've said, as many, many people have said, like for all intents and purposes, a U.S. Women's Open golf course. Yes, today <laughs> not, especially. Not like a birdie fest golf course. Not like I, not a Ryder Cup golf course. Not a anything normal LPGA golf course. Like really earned birdies. I would say a better better U.S. Women's Open golf course than Olympic Club yeah. or yeah. Champions. Yeah. Right. I mean, this yes. would. On, it's been great watching match play on this course, but it would be really fun to even watch stroke play on it. For sure. Like it, it's it's a just tremendous tremendous test and it, it, we said this last night too it's like there's going to be so many shots on tv that undoubtedly look unspectacular and, and like when you go see and watch some of them on, in person it's like holy shit how lot, did you get that pin a lot of two putts from 25 feet yes yeah well it's just such a it's such a neat piece of property too with the creek and as a spectator like it, to me it feels like what going and watching golf in like the late 80s or early 90s would have felt like like pre-tiger pre-explosion of money where it's just like yo like you're going out and you're you're walking around and like what's ostensibly just like a big field and the viewing is great oh yeah sitting up on 16 t you can view 15 and 17 greens like perfectly as all the matches are kind of coming down into that section we could watch like three matches at once there we have people Playing 17 up 16 fairway, you leave me no like a rookie in the Solheim Cup playing up the wrong fairway like at the most crucial part of matches is badass. I freaking love it. And shout out to her and Mina Harrogate for winning their uh, their four ball this afternoon, the only match the U.S. won uh, this afternoon. Stick with the Cup Show match. You were going through it. Oh, I mean, sorry. We, uh, yeah, we've we haven't even gotten to 17. Well, and... yeah, we get to you know they they slowed down there for a little bit, or as Reed would say, we just start playing normal golf. Well, 14 and then 15 is very weird. I did want to talk about this. A lot of like, you know, I'm I'm not a caddy. I'm not a player. A lot of from a distance, seemingly just like really weird game management <laughs> decisions, like trying to bomb it down that hill for some reason on 15. You saw Cup Show get just so unnecessarily like stuck in that left rough and both the European balls, you know, at 15, if you've, if you're not watching or if you haven't really seen a good picture of it on TV, kind of a downhill, uh, medium length par four, short par four, I guess medium, medium length. Medium length. Say, yeah. It can be short. If you get all the way down the hill kind of has a long, uh, almost like, like really steep ski slope kind of hill 
where the fairway pinches in really tight to yes. probably 10 paces across. Yeah, if, maybe. Maybe less. And uh, really thick heather on the left side of that and just really thick, gnarly rough on the right side. Almost like a road hole style bunker guarding the really, really firm greens. And all these players just seem to be like try like it that pinch in is right where these ladies are landing and everybody seems to be trying to roll it down to the bottom of that and it just super doesn't seem like worth the risk and at even all if you hit the fairway you get some funky lies and like, like not to you know armchair quarterback but like the u.s ends up losing that hole because lizette drove it left and then she was kind of blocked out had to just hammer one down and cup show who's plenty long and and also like it, it was a hole where there's no you're not you're getting a not pin. you're not making three there probably yeah. and just hit something to the top of the hill, hit to the middle of the green, two putt for your par. U.S. ends up losing that one because Cupcho has to hack out of the rough. Both the Europeans are down at the bottom of the hill. They both put it up there and make easy fours, and they end up having the match. So, like, that's that's a half point that just doesn't doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Anyways. It, uh, did it rain last night? It did. It did, yeah. Because it seemed like just watching on TV and then being out there – this afternoon, it seemed like they were a little bit more receptive, at least on that first bounce. Like that's it wasn't what uh, you know. We're, we're just just name dropping all these huge hmm. celebrities, but uh, talking to Jim Gallagher Jr., he said it was. He's like, honestly, it was a little too crispy yesterday. With the yeah. wind, especially, yeah, yeah I mean, the wind was like up. The, he's like, they got a little water on it yesterday. Like this is going to be perfect today, and it totally was. Which this seems like the exact scenario, you know, where like any other. Setup committee would have been like, "Oh my it. god, we're Drenched we're on the city. you know, Drenched city USA." There's just too much wind and there's too much sunshine out here, and well, we're their their willingness to keep the course like difficult is I I love it incredible. because it, awesome. it makes the good shots. It, it just is so rewarding seeing good shots. And you know what it's doing? It's making the matches really close because it's yeah. super hard to make yeah. birdies. Yeah. Like if you, it, yeah. it, it, no one is like down two with two to play and making a comeback. Right. Like because it's just so hard to make back to back birdies coming in. And I know, especially listen, when every pin is like relatively tucked. And it's yes, like, like you're not making. There's just has not been comebacks in matches. You got to play two proper shots to get it a pin instead of just one. You got to position your drive and then like you got to play it from ahead so so moving on in that match then so uh they they cup show birdies 16 leona makes another like knee knocker birdie save to have that hole 17 uh <laughs> I mean, 17 we, was bonkers. we kind of talked about it a little bit uh salas kind of out of the hole has to has to hack around cup show was probably 15 20 feet above the pin off feet? the green, in off the, the green, in like pretty thick rough. And this is the pin that what it, the U.S. a couple matches before must makes to extend the match. They both left it short. Like that's right. the amount of slope on this getting yeah. back to uh, this back pin. Euros, Euros. the Euros, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the Mel Reed gets back up to that slope and looks like it's an incredible shot. And it looks like she's gonna have very. I mean, she's got a very good look for. It's a lot of break in that putt, but very I was good. Say, look it's for a birdie. hard putt, but it was it a is. great shot. For, and then, for reasons we'll get into, maybe better than her shot on eighteen. Yes. Honestly, like, yes. It was more what she was probably trying to do. And we get to Cup Cho getting ready to chip. And what did I say? <laughs> what did I say? Who was it to? One it of was to two. DJ because okay. I don't know. You said Finau was going to win like three times <laughs> on the West Coast, something in the fall series. And then by the time I finished my sentence, what did I say? Uh, no, you didn't say it to me. You must have said it to Big. Well, you, you called it. You said it was going to go I in. literally said it. I like, she's fucking make this thing. <laughs> and she flopped it up there. Uh, I wish I would have heard it. I really did. Oh. I, I don't know. I thought I... 
We'll take your word for it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally believe you. All right, well, that's a really cool story. <laughs> <laughs> Just nailed it. That's awesome, man. Good stuff. <laughs> she flops it, it bends, it bends, it bends, and falls in the edge. Like, it was just... Uh, a I mean, like, drip speed, too. Unreal yeah. shit. Yeah. That puts, puts the US one up going to 18, guaranteed yeah. at least a half, which is exactly what they got. Because? Mel Reed stripes one, middle of the fairway. Everybody hit the fairway except Lizette, I believe, on 18. Uh, Lizette hits a, a pretty good shot from where she was, probably out to... 35 40 feet something like that and Cupcho hits one just past the hole from the dead center of the fairway that it looked pretty good coming in looked really really good right over the top of the flag maybe just a like, hair amped up or something almost looked like he was going to take the slope and roll back and get really close which is exactly what Mel's did Mel's was such a random pull TC I know you're going to be with me on this but do you remember number 14 at Pebble when DA points hold that yes. that eagle shot that kind of like it, it hit just in the perfect spot in the rough and hit it's in the that rough same kind of rough too. took all the speed off of yeah. it and then it just it dripped just out literally trickles out and his went in but hers rolled I tried, out I tried to block out that was when you saw the big DA Bill points. Murray celebration yeah. anyway he was wearing the orange yes yeah. exactly he had like the hunter's hat on yeah. uh, Mel rolls out to three feet they mar- <laughs> they of course tell her to mark it and she kind of wiggles it in the right side but. Uh, kind of, kind of. It, it caught lip. It curled in. I think middle of the bottom, Randy. Yeah, which was no, like no, no. Middle of the bottom. Well, as somebody who would absolutely have missed that putt, I, Yours I was not scared have, for. Not have touched. One big takeaway I've got: European side. The biggest mistake that Captain Matthew has made. The hats are fucking horrible. Today's they're, outfits they're, were not good. No, the outfits were. They were almost so bad they were good. The hats. You can't make Celine Boutier. Or some of these ladies wear these big structured hats. Mel's the only one that looks natural. They're so with that. bad. It's like similar to what yeah, she wears. Yeah, it's like yo, yeah. like they, this is this is like look good, play good, sure. look bad, like you feel like shit. You know. Well said. And then I was I was also like a, a little bit worried about Sophia Popov. Just looking at her hole by hole this afternoon because she lost yesterday, lost today. Played well this afternoon, especially like kind of a sluggish front nine, but both her and uh, Celine played played quite well coming in they were just down by like they were they were two or three down at the turn so just to kind of under underscore this or bottom line it i suppose uh before we get into tomorrow's singles matches so it's nine seven going into the final final session i think historically you'd say that's not a jump ball but pretty close just the u.s has has uh it's kind of like the u.s has them right where they want them u.s has (laughs) historically dominated singles matches uh on both kind of the men's and women's side but dude the the european team is really freaking deep well can i just mention one person we haven't said at all and i you know she's two and one this week she came into the week nine three and three in her career like charlie hall is a really really good solheim cup player and norquist too and norquist yeah Yeah. like i and i think getting back to where where tron is like i i weirdly almost and it doesn't make sense given the world rankings, but I kind of like the European team more just yeah. in like in this format. I I, I can't explain it, but it's like, I it's like Mel. Mel's a perfect example of like like Mel's one of the most talented players in the world. But like I would send her out there against anybody in the world match play wise. But if you're gonna send her out for like a four round stroke, yeah, player, right. Well said. Totally. Like, all right. Like yeah, and, she might get top twenty, but. Yeah. I've struggled to like figure that out, right? In terms of like why Tiger, why Phil, why these guys have struggled so much in in match play. And I don't know if there is an easy answer to that, other than 
Match play is just different. Put Kisner on so the it's, team. It's vagaries, man. Of course. But, it's like, it vagaries. is a weird – like, when you roll people out in this event, it's like, yes, Leona McGuire looks like the hardest person to beat out of any of them. <laughs> yeah. Like, she does. But, like, what I go feel She's going to win 150 majors. She's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Over under 15 and a half majors for but sure. You see her at Atlanta Athletic Club, and you don't even – you're like, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't see this. Like I don't, yeah. I don't see it being a factor in this tournament. It's weird how that works, but I got, I got fresh odds. I was gonna add, oh my god, yeah. Well, what and you should we, guess? should we, should we roll it into the the singles? What are the overall? Discussion? Odds? Why don't we? Why don't, before we do that, just real quick, just we're gonna give a shout out to our friends at Rapsodo. Uh, you can visit rapsodo.com slash nlu, and you can use promo code nlu for free towels free with your order which is the first 50 purchases get a free no laying up towel if you buy a rap soda which is of course our favorite mobile launch monitor these things are very accurate they get within two percent of units that cost twenty thousand dollars and these things cost like five hundred dollars uh the the mlm app the mobile launch monitor app automatically tracks your stats it stores videos with Shot Tracer, it's helpful for your club gapping. If you're trying to add some speed, it's super helpful. Uh, it lets you know the distances you're hitting each club. It lets you also know just what your patterns are with individual clubs. Like, I've hit a couple shots that, yeah, it goes 164. The next one feels just as good, and it goes 156. That's just good information to have in terms of understanding your your shot patterns. Uh, it gives you immediate feedback. It just creates a better practice environment. It keeps you from mindlessly hitting balls. It's extremely portable. It's about the size of a rangefinder. You can use it indoor and outdoor. So, again, rapsodo.com slash NLU. Use promo code NLU, and you can get uh, the first 50 purchases will get a free no-laying-up towel with your purchase. It so makes some you vertical wanna... integration by the boys at no-laying-up there. That's exactly It right. makes you want to practice. Like it does. Like, I hate well practicing. There's not, no higher compliment I can give And to you guys have been buying the shit out of these, if I may say. So keep keep it up. They, they're they uh, they loving working with us, and they're really appreciative yeah, of everyone, these are so. These are used towels that the Merge Zars <laughs> put in there. Game used. Used. Previous season styles. I'm just joking. They're all from his boxing training. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just They've been joking. sitting at his apartment in Brooklyn. What are the odds, you think? Who do you think's favored? I think it's you, probably I minus one. I think Europe's got to be, gotta be favorite. One I was going to say, to, okay, I honestly think it's a toss-up. I, I think Randy, you fucking nailed it. Really? Plus 110 U.S., Europe plus 110. Hell yeah. What did I say? Jump all. Guys, Jump all. I can't see, I can't see Europe Joey losing Crawford one out of the there. first four matches. We've got to talk about the matches. All right, let's go through it. Ready? Yeah. You got it. Match one. Should we read them off and just quickly say who we yes. think is going to win? 100%. We'll, 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 do a little, we'll do a little capsule about each one. Okay. These are, of course, I'm, I'm reading from Beth Ann Nichols, delightful Twitter. Shout player. out Golf Week As Nichols. always, you she's follow the best. Beth Ann. Anna Nordquist versus Lexi Thompson. That's a provocative match. Awesome match. Neither can, not, neither is very great at chipping. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm going Nordquist all day long there. You know what? I think Lexi found something. I'm going she, Lexi. She I'm going Lexi. got a boost of confidence. Yes. I'll take Lexi there. I'm, I'm with you. And we're talking about, I think, crucial. Uh, Again, kind of cliche stuff, but crucial uh, morning match. You got to get the the energy going. Massive disconnect in my head between yes. how popular Lexi is in real life and how popular I think she is. She's a rock star. She's a superstar. American People, golf. She's, yeah, she's she's Ricky with a couple majors or Ricky with a major. It might be a Ricky Bryson hybrid. <sighs> God. She's mm. she reminds me a lot of Bryce. Skin crawl right now. Well, but also to her credit, my hand how I feel. She's but. like freaking awesome with the crowd too. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. don't hear, I don't know her very that's, at that's all. That's the Ricky part. Yeah, but like she signs for everyone. She smiles at people, and they 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 love Listen, her. I hope the referee tomorrow is watching the ball marks. 
So uh, now you want the referee to insert themselves. <laughs> it's oh, it's oh, God. Oh, God. It's in the captain's agreement. Let's, oh, let's, let's, let's leave big dogs Yeah, they're, they're obligated to, according to your captain's agreement. Always comes back Match around. two. Uh, match two. Madeline Sagstrom versus Allie Ewing. I got Madeline all day. Oh, Madeline. One, I think. Listen, of course, I'm Homer, but <laughs> I, mean, I, I just feel so biased saying this, but I've never felt like better about somebody who's 0 2 than Madeline. No, I know. Like, <laughs> well, a lot of it is, I, dude, she's such a fucking good iron player, and this golf course is going to be so exacting tomorrow. Like, that's where she, if she can get a couple putts going, like, Allie hasn't been great. Allie's been pretty, pretty wayward from, from what I've seen, and just. I don't know, it just seems like Madeline can kind of par her oh, yeah. to death. I'll, I'll call that a low-key swing match there. I do, too. Uh, match three. I mean, match three, match four is is get your popcorn. Uh, yeah, match uh, three is... Leona McGuire versus Jennifer Cupcho. That's the headliner. Two yeah, rookies. That That is truly about as good as it gets based on current form. Two unbeaten rookies, in their obviously, in their first Solheim Cup, uh, and they both... Different kind of styles, operate different like as like killers, like yeah, yeah. like just you know are, are there to like harvest souls, <laughs> predators, even. yeah, and I love it. <laughs> I'm going Cupcho. I like Cupcho in that match. But here's what I'll say: Leona's the only person that's played all four matches. I've walked like I walk Inverness maybe two times a day, and I am exhausted. Yeah, I cannot imagine the physical toll that she will feel. Like, uh, and know, I'm almost taking cup show for that reason. I know we're I talking Cupcho's about golf. Floor's higher. I know we're talking about golf here, but like the mental exhaustion, uh, yeah. th- like that aspect feels like it is very relevant. Like, seeing the relief on some of the players yes. when they are sitting a hundred percent of like, ju- I, the they first time I saw Nelly smile yeah. all week was <laughs> when she was sitting this afternoon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Again, because I think it's like playing it's hard. four it's like a major. US Open rounds yeah. in yeah. two You're days. Playing thirty-six holes of a major, if, essentially, <laughs> yeah. which is un- which is, yeah, which is, is so different. Which from is what, so sick. Well, yeah. I give them so much credit, all, all these ladies, because it's so radically different from the Ryder Cup or the Presidents Cup. Maybe not the Royal Melbourne Presidents Cup, but all other totally. every other men's team competition I've seen over the last ten years. It's been a fucking joke. Put put the pins in the middle. Yeah. Let's get the crowds going. Uh, yeah. yeah. Birdies, yeah. birdies, birdies. Yeah. France was not pins in the middle. Well, yeah. American, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's, I'm going to go... Uh, God, I don't know who... Number four. No, well, I, I, I oh, gonna, you got to make a pick. I'll I'll go Leona. I'm going to... I'm going to go... I'm going to go Havsies there. Mm. That might be a good... That's oh, a good, yeah. Uh, I didn't even think about that. That's a good... Oh, that's no fun. About that. Come on. That's no fun. <laughs> uh... Match four, also awesome. Georgia Hall versus Nellie Corda. Nellie looks like maybe she needs a good night's sleep. She was off this afternoon. I get it though, and then she, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we're well, like, I'm, I'm going. US she might be, there. she might be back with an absolute vengeance yeah. tomorrow. I'm taking Nellie. Oh, I'm gonna, I'll go opposite. So Georgia, I, I think I might come away. Obviously, uh, Leona McGuire. I, I think, I think. Georgia has elevated herself in my perception the most out of anybody here. I would say Georgia has hit some of the most miraculous and amazing shots that I've seen in in this Solheim Cup, and I think that's it has to run out at some point, right? <laughs> it's not been like the most amazing, consistent play, but every now and then she would just hit like, or she just shot better out of the rough that's green. elevated and lands in this five foot circle and runs yeah. out to like ten feet. It's she's had so many of those. When you put it that way, it's literally: do you think she's going to keep doing that? Yes. Or do you think the world yeah. number one is exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I think I'll go Nelly in that one too. I'm Reluctantly. Take, let, let the record show. I will take Georgia Hall. Reluctantly, I, I'm I co-sign everything you said about Georgia Hall. All, awesome to watch. So, a uh, bit of a wild card match in uh, match five: Celine Boutier versus uh, Mina Haragay. Yeah, couple go with Celine. Sort of unknowns. Yeah, I, I think this one's the, probably the toughest one to call a day. I'm gonna go Celine. Might be a bit of a trap game. <laughs> For the U.S., Mina riding high after getting the, the rookie point this afternoon, and Celine kind of very quiet. I haven't got to watch Mina. Um, I'll go Celine. I think just I know. think purely just body of work. Who's who's been there more? Who you know? It's kind of the two like who's di- going to be kind of steady? I, I'm with the Celine. diet mud hens. They both have excellent records in in yeah. uh, Toledo. <laughs> I, I'm well said. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of banged on the pick, but I'm taking Mina here. Love it. Mm. Wow. Would love to see her get another point. You are just impressionable this week. I oh, appreciate yeah. that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let if me only, say another word only, about the city of Toledo. If, if only Big Tone was here. <laughs> yeah. If Big Tone were playing this week, I'd probably be singing his praises. <laughs> uh, match number six, Nana Kurtz Madsen versus Austin Ernst. I'm going Kurtz Madsen. I, I she's been it. super impressive also. Hits the ball way farther than I thought she did. Really nice iron player. She's a dog, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm all in. I, she's a bulldog. Way, way in on her mentality and her aggressiveness. And I, I like this. is a hard one for me. Hey, big. I'll, I'll take that. Big. I'll, hey, big. I'll take that point, big. That's everything you do for the game. I'll I'm take big. that point, big. I'm, I'm taking Austin Ernst. I'm like Austin in that one. Yeah. Ooh. Kurtz Mads has been. She's been okay. Like, yeah. I don't know. She's one and one. Like, I haven't. I haven't been that impressed. Gotta take the people who are making pots, man. I don't know. Which is, Austin, does that last Austin. forever? Austin. <laughs> Uh, all right, Matilda Castron versus Lizette Salas. Castron. I'm taking Lizette. I'm taking Lizette. You know, I Lizette's will say a fucking dog. This you, is some what bi- you say she can play for my team any day. For sure. Love Lizette. Here's what I'll say. This is big Randy exclusive reporting oh, here. No. Lizette was the only person on the range after Sunday four mm. balls today. I, and she scuffled a li- little coming That's in. A good point. I'm taking Matilda. I wonder if some of that. You got me. I'm flipping. Psycho. I, I'm reaching across the hell yeah. Psycho analysis Welcome. here, but I wonder if some of that is just like, I can't believe we just have that match. Like, get me the fuck away from everybody. Like, let's go to the range. Well, she made a mess of 17. She she hit some squirrely. Yeah. She was fighting. Did you see where down. she was on 17? It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> Listen, it was she where she was for a second shot on 17? <laughs> Did yeah, you, I birdied good. that. Not that was good. my one of my last rounds. Lefty, I birdied 17. <laughs> I wasn't in as bad of a spot as that. All day. Feels crowbarred a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. But that felt a little Thank that you. Felt a little It was crowbarred. probably the best birdie I made of every, every bird. People coming up crying <laughs> saying thank you, TZ, for playing our golf course. I, I think this next match is sneaky really good. Yeah. Uh, where are we at? We're at match eight. Segonda Carlota Saganda, who just, not from a game perspective. Can, can just, you just, so you spend enough time at a golf tournament <laughs> like to, to entertain yourself. Oh, we, we just make up like. Just a lot of fake stuff about golfers. Will you just briefly explain what we've assigned to Carlota Saganda? She just... In the women's game particularly, golf clothes just like can, can change your whole perception of somebody. Yes. Right? And so opening ceremonies are great when you see someone dressed a little more like what they would pick. Carlota just looks so fucking cool. <laughs> like hair slicked back, dark sunglasses on. And like on the golf course, she kind of looks... You know, she looks a little bit like Jim Herman, I think. Yeah. yeah. Just a little, just, you know. She's got a bad aesthetic on the golf course. Yeah, it's course. not great. And yeah. on the off the course, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> she looks like the coolest person you've ever seen. Just like 
like, like complete Euro refinement, just probably smoking like cigarettes you've never even heard of, hanging out like in Berlin disco discos until <laughs> six in the morning. Like it was an awesome vibe. So, Needless to say, we're way in on way on, on Carlota. Way she's like, in. she's like Nacho Elvira yes. on course and like Rafa Cabrera Bale yes. off course. So all that's made up in my head. I don't know anything about her, but that's kind of the vibe I get. I'm taking her versus. Sure. Uh, <laughs> versus I, don't, I don't care. She's <laughs> Uh, versus uh, Brittany Altamare, who's the boss of the boss. Super impressive, you know. Boss of the boss doesn't seem like scared by yeah. the big moment at all. Uh, doesn't seem like much of anything. Just kind of yeah, just kind of there. All, all that said, everything I just said, I'm going to take Brittany Altamare. Because mm. mm. you think she's going to be at a discotheque till six a.m. She might, yeah, she might just be out too late. Who knows? She might just be like completely just filled with. You, nihilistic indifference about about the state of this match who cares all right you're projecting <laughs> you know what i'm gonna take i'm gonna take out tomorrow too just Dang. good putters man take good putters yeah. this next one is i'm i'm very very excited for these next two match number nine sophia popov versus megan kang megan don't call me danielle kang this is um i don't have a good handle on this one a, i'll, be, I'll be completely honest as well i'm sophia sophia i think is i feel like has played better than her record shows to right? this point yeah. yeah and megan just doesn't i don't know been getting weird vibes from megan pretty much the whole week just on how she feels about her game and like I, I, I heard her say at some point on the mic today like i don't know what's wrong with me and it's really like hard to be like yeah. oh yeah you're gonna go win tomorrow. I, I lean to petty i mean british open i'll, I'll take pop off it feels kind of ma- like same vein as Madeline of like, gosh, you've played better than to be yeah. down 0-2. You know, like, be 0-2. Man, did they – they had to have rigged these matches. There's like four or five that are – There's some really good like ones. Super heavyweight. Yeah. Just, just the like, next one, Mel versus Yalimi. Yeah, nice. Mel Reed versus Yalimi No in match number 10. I think this is a true like, let's see what the kids got. Totally. Like a UFC fight. <laughs> Yalimi has uh, – <laughs> Like honestly, yeah. It's a bare knuckle brawl. <laughs> like, let's see if the kids like. Okay, let's you, see. has been. She's showed up in big spots, right? She's been, what? Twenty, twenty one. Not like that one yet. Yeah. And twenty has showed up in majors. Showed up on like big golf courses, but still has kind of like a bit of an inexperience yeah. vibe. At least again, that's probably a projection. On no, no, no. I, th- I mean, I think that's all. It's fair. either going to be on like all part, square going into seventeen, or Mel's going to or Mel's going to beat, beat the, the shit, shit out of her. her. Yeah, like. <laughs> Like, possibly like, worried like, for her ref safety. Stop the fight, yes, please. Exactly. Mel, it's just a comp. It's just an exhibition. <laughs> cool. We're, everyone's just trying to have a fun time. You don't need to. You don't need to be that you, bad. You do have to imagine that these refs they will stop oh, the fight. Sure, early. Sure stop the fight. <laughs> They're gonna get in there quick. I think eleven's fun. Well, have we made predictions? Oh no, 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 sorry. I'm going Mel. I'm going Mel. I'm going Mel there. God, Desert Duffer's gonna be so pissed. Oh, come on, do it. You're, you're, Randy's gonna go. You leave me. No. I hope you really mean does it. That'd be fun I to watch. I kind of do too. This is honestly a hard one for me because I think Mel can hit enough squirrely shots to give away some holes. Sure. Um, I'll take Mel. I, she's got to <laughs> be riding high. That's you know what that's interesting is like Mel. Uh, of course, this is the format is what the format is, but Mel hits the big shots on seventeen or eighteen. But if that was a singles match, she would have been toast. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. never she, getting there. Leona got her to seventeen yeah. and eighteen, yeah. and then she she was able to step up that so. Yeah, you might have fl- you might have flipped me there. Right, I'm taking you, leave me. I'm I'm, 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 j- I'm jumping. Uh, yeah, yeah. If it's not too late, I'm taking you, leave me <laughs> I'm too. Flipping. Okay. God, you guys uh, are gutless. <laughs> match, match eleven. Charlie Hull versus Jessica Corda. That's that's a hell of an undercard to some of those main events. That's an awesome match. Charlie, 
Charlie Hall seems like a killer. I, think I, I do too. I think Charlie really enjoys like beating the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah. Like low key. <laughs> I agree. Just does, doesn't seem to have it. Doesn't seem. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. TC. Oh, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> the last match Emily Christine Pedersen versus Danielle Kang. Pedersen. All the day. Ollie Brett match. Of course. Let's call it the Ollie Brett match. Let's get out in front of this. The Ollie Brett match. Ollie. Caddies for Daniel Kang. He is dating Emily Pedersen. <laughs> Tough spot <laughs> in, the, in the anchor the anchor match of the Solheim Cup. That is definitely going to be close, and that is definitely going to be a, a relevant match. Tough spot. I'm not sure who's like, going to win tomorrow, but I know who's going to lose. Ollie, one way even, or another. Is that even legal? Like, is that part of like the integrity program? Or what, was, what was the tweet you saw earlier? Just imagine. Uh, PJ Tour players dating oh, a caddy. Imagine, imagine if Fluff was dating Monty. <laughs> <laughs> Great tweet. Whoever, whoever so good, that. so good. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know who. I'm, I think I might go with Emily in that one. I think I gotta go Danielle here. I I think if it means Danielle. something, Emily's playing I, really well. I know. I think I think Danielle's got some popcorn muscles right now. She's <laughs> well. I, I don't think she's like. A, she certainly is not. Flash your a game. She's also the mudhead, though. Think about the crowds, though. If that if if that matters, like I if there's one person I think truly like feeds off of it. <laughs> I just can't stop thinking about this. Imagine like if like Damon Green, and, like, <laughs> Brooks Kepka were dating. <laughs> oh. Like, or like Fanny Sunnison. No, like it'd be Greg like Norman. It'd sure. be like if Lee Westwood's wife caddied for like an American player. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's Lee it. Westwood's wife's caddying for Coke Rack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, are you, who are you going with there? Oh, I'm taking the Mud Hen, Danielle. I don't know what that adds up to, but I think the U.S. wins. If wow. My individual matches probably don't, but I think the U.S. is going to win. I think I, th- I, I obviously was just counting mine. And I think I picked seven American winners, which would leave it 14-14. Which is bullshit. They should never – there's no retaining. There's no – there's a little tee box. There's a little forward tee box on 10. And it'd be like a 110-yard flip wedge into into nine green or regular 18 green, but nine green. I think that is what they have as the playoff. 24 person they... closest to the pin? 24 person closest <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I like I'm it. I'm serious. Uh, I, I pick. I picked seven euros. That gives euros comfortably, mm. comfortably a victory. I think I picked nine euros. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I think that covers our uh, our our day at the Solheim Cup. If you can't tell, we've guys, had... there's no other golf on tomorrow. It's it's just watch just, it. just watch. If if you just please, it's so good. It's just, it's going to be a great finish. I I really do think so. I showed so, up. But... I was like, this, yeah, this, like as very, advertised. Very glad I came. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. I had to do some family stuff yesterday or didn't have to like want to do some family stuff yesterday. And then, <laughs> Safe. Sorry. So, sorry, Freddie. And, uh, and yeah, like showed up this morning and I was, just, I was like, yeah, like this is, this is as advertised. Like I've been more excited for this than I'm, than I am for the Ryder cup. Just cause mm. I feel like it's a viewing experience too. It's just like oh, the yeah. crowds out there. I will say like the USA chance sucks. It's well, always like it's such just a, overplayed. Like it's just yeah, it's like don't go to it at every fucking moment. Yeah, we need like a song. We need we need like a variety of cheers. And like to anybody saying, oh, you know the like Ole things, like that's they don't have any fans here. Like that's them conjuring up a little sure. bit of energy. 
know, I'm just and there's like too many Ohio State fans here, but that's not. <laughs> all right, we're moving all on right, from the all right, all right. Tour championship. Patrick Cantlay wins uh, fifteen million dollars. John Rom. He he outlasts John Rom in a duel. Um, we're just hand up here. We've been at the Solheim Cup for many many days now. Did not watch a lot of the Tour Championship. When you say duel, day. would you describe that kind of as a match play situation? That was uh, going allegedly, on there was a match play situation. Okay. Um, it emerged. I think only with a couple holes left. I believe okay. is when they confirmed that a it was tr- a true match play. Situation? A, tr- a true match play situation. Okay. Um, for what it's worth, Rom was four clear of. The next best guy. I mean, it was it was a two horse race. Yeah, right for sure. Of course, not an actual match play. We can get into big takeaways, and this is you know, it's hard to obviously get too pumped about another event when you're at another event, right? Like sure. wherever you're going to be is is going to dominate your your thoughts and your day and your uh, takes and all that stuff. But wild to see kind of like a two man, essentially a two man shootout for fifteen million dollars doesn't really get you the TV. You know, and I think some of that is which it, it kind of did when the FedEx Cup started. It yeah. was like, oh, my God, Bill Haas. And I don't even remember uh, Hunter Mayhander playing off for 10 million dollars. Everyone get to a TV. And I don't know if they thought through like the Hey, yeah, like in year 10. Yeah, it's kind of like, OK, well, I've seen guys. And I don't know what any of this money means to any of these people. The shine is, has worn off. Yeah. So well, yeah, it's like when you predicate it on the money, even us like three or four years ago, we're like, hey, like show the money on the 18th green. And now it's like. Totally. Even then, I don't like that. That wouldn't do it for me. No, and I don't. You can't put that on the tour because I think the tour yeah. vociferously tries to not make it about the money, and they've they've tried I to guess make it this year. They about, finally did about everything else, and it's just it's pretty lose lose. It's it's kind of yeah. I don't know. It's a little, I think anyways, some of it's useless, back to. But I think some of it's back to East Lake. I totally agree. It's just not yeah. an interesting golf course. No, at all. And like I you know, like I want it to be. I'm from Atlanta. Like I have pride and. City, I've been out there five or six different years. I played it. Like I, I like I can name off every hole. It's just I just don't I just don't find it very interesting. Well, what's interesting about it is, or <laughs> what's interesting about it not being interesting, I guess, is <laughs> so Cantley started the week at ten under, right through the staggered start, finished at twenty one. So obviously shot eleven under for the week. That's a that's like high scoring on the PJ Tour, right? Like that's not a you know Grants par seventy. True, but yeah. still, I mean, you don't see that. There's a lot of par seventy golf courses that they yeah. they chew up, right? And well, because allegedly Billy Horschel got in their asses about uh, about par being too high. Oh, did you see Horschel's no. comments? Oh, he said like this is like, you know, this is a joke. Like that, like I'm sure Kays Valley is a nice course to play on the weekend, but like this is our playoffs, and when and it needs to be tougher and that sort of thing. And like, I don't know if how much Billy Horschel had to do with it versus just... Well, how about that? You know, but... I mean, here, yeah. here. Score yeah. one for Billy, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. Exactly. But where I was going with that, and I'm sure we said this in our Tour Championship recap last year and probably the year before that and probably the year before that, but it's not really like a good kind of hard. I mean, Inverness was a no. yeah. awesome kind of hard yeah. to watch today. Eastlake is, you know, small kind of boring greens for the most part you're gonna miss a lot of them because it's it does play pretty firm but thick ass bermuda thick bermuda then you're chipping up and maybe making par and maybe not there's not a ton of strategy to it it's hit the fairway otherwise you're gonna have a hard shot from the rough hit the green otherwise you're gonna have kind of a hard chip and but but it's not the there's just not a lot of strategy there's not a lot of you can't really appreciate a ton of the iron shots right like that's what i think you have here at inverness is if they're gonna hit a really good shot they gotta land it right here and East Lake, it just kind of feels like if you're going to hit a really good shot, you got to land it in kind of a, a 10 foot circle. And Labor Day circle. weekend in Atlanta, when 
Georgia's playing and when SEC and ACC football starts, like golf ain't moving the needle. It's also on, hot as shit every, yeah. every year. On the Cantlay, on the Cantlay front, I think it is a good thing for the playoffs for somebody to go out and get the last two events and win it. Like totally a hands down, like no questions asked winner. I mean, went out and got the the second to last event. Actually, got beat by three by both Na and Rom in the net division or in the in the gross division this week. The, yeah, they, they they do not give out a trophy for that one, unfortunately. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm out on like. Yeah, the the gross leaderboard and all that. It's like the format for this week yeah, was you totally. get to the head start, like, and I get there's a shadow leaderboard for the OWGR. I do that. think you shouldn't get an official win if you literally started the week ten under. That's fucking. If stupid. you're gonna do that though, just make the playoffs like one big aggregate thing. But that would be really boring week to week. Yeah, and also somebody could. I, I yeah. we've said this a million times. Like, I get why they do it the way yeah, they do it. I'm, I'm in on it. It made it so that, hey, man, you it's know, easy to understand. We're down to the last hole of the season, and there's two guys in the mix, and you know, it, it's close, right? Which, like, they, though, at some point, then, like, isn't the whole the whole argument against stroke play or against match play is that, like, oh, there's, you know, what else are you going to show when the other guys are on the course? Well, like in this instance. My biggest complaint, even before they started doing this, from seven, eight, ten years ago, from the Tour Championship, there's 30 guys in the field, right? By the time round one ends, there's 18 guys in the mix. By the time round two ends, there's like 12 guys in the mix. And like it, like everybody else is just completely checked out. And oh, by the way, there's only 15 groups on the course each day. So you go out as a spectator. And I know it's a TV product, but like you go out as a spectator and like, there's not a whole lot of golf going on anyway. Yeah. And in this case, it's like, you know, large part of the day today, it was it was a two-horse race. Which right? it should matter more. So what's who, the difference between doing that and doing a, a good match play thing? Right? Well, yeah, it should matter more who finishes third versus fourth when it's a million-dollar difference. And it just, like, it just – But know, it's so washed out, right? Yeah. Like, who cares? I mean, I think, you know, there's some stuff to be gleaned. Like, unbelievable finish from Kevin Na to the playoffs. Do it. Oh, oh, I think put him got, on the team. You got to pick him, right? Solid. I have to take him. He had a great Sunday. You got to, I mean, you got to pick him. Yeah. He's such, hot. Such a good course. Did he birdie his last yeah. hole? I don't know. How hot is he? I assume. <laughs> he, Hotter, he, uh, he did. We can confirm he did birdie oh, his last Oh, guys, coming into the Ryder Cup just absolutely blazing. He shot 66, 67, 66, 67. That's, that's a really good golf. Kind of a variation of the Mackenzie Hughes a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Uh, kind of an extended Mackenzie Hughes. Xander, final round 64. Some signs of life from him. Morikawa, not good. Just yeah, that's in. There's some. There's some issues on the U.S. side. Some, some tough. Yeah, tough scores towards Marikawa? the bottom injury of the board. Back injury. Apparently, that's kind of bothering him from either in Japan or from Japan. But we got that. Brooks Kepka. Brooks is the first one since they switched to this new format that has done like the 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 question I've always been asking is like somebody that was up there and then has the WD or the free fall down the leaderboard that like the old format would not have let you lose yourself lose as much. I don't. I forget what he was coming into the week, but. He wasn't that high up, but uh, having to withdraw from the Tour Championship, you just default to last place when there's a lot of money available uh, for him at that point. But yeah, just uh, for it, for context, I don't. Where was he at before he WD'd? Roughly, do you know? I don't know. I mean, towards the top of the leaderboard, middle of the leaderboard. Do we know? I Sorry, I, I. I would think he would have been sixty-seven like seventy-one. Gross. I was gonna say gross. He was two under. I forget where he started. Though. Yeah, so sixty-seven seventy-one in the first two rounds, which is pretty solid. Yeah, at, at East Lake, difference between thirtieth. 30th gets 
and fifteenth gets five hundred ninety-five thousand dollars. So it's eh, it's not that bad. Two hundred thousand yeah. dollar ish difference. So, but between him <laughs> with a wrist injury and Morikawa, it's. I mean, yeah. If it was serious enough for him, Two, for him to withdraw, two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just glad Rory doesn't have to tee it up anymore. He seems very ready. He'll, he'll go ball Rory, out at the Ryder Cup. I'm sure he will. Jordan lost some money today, seventy four. He did. He, he really fell down did. to tie for twentieth. He was, he was dressed like a third grader again this week. <laughs> that, like what? Young, oh, so and what do we think this means for? For Cantlay, if we want to, if we want to go down that road, I don't know what it means, but I, I think back to one. It's easy to soup, like gloss over the years he missed of yeah. in his prime, or what would have been his prime of playing golf of this back injury, and truly probably sitting around wondering if this day would come where he would be, you know, be set for life financially from you know on course earnings and to you know it is an achievement like we make fun of the fedex cup a lot but like every almost every dude you talk to prides himself on making it to east like yeah like it's impossible that's to the, make it, it means you had a great primary year. goal for the year for a lot of guys it means you had a great yeah. year there's no way of getting there without having just a fantastic it sets year. you up for the following year 100 percent. so uh in that regard just like putting the bow end on a, a mega mega season that everyone is ready for to be over i think uh and to call yourself the champion of that, I think is it's not it's not nothing. It's it's you know yeah we didn't get to watch it. like we'd be feeling different about it if we got to watch it probably today. I think you'd feel at least a little something towards. But you I know. guess that's where I'm at. <laughs> Admittedly, where... it sounded pretty boring. It didn't seem yeah, like I was we missed say, the that's whole where I'm at. Where like if I wasn't here at the Solheim Cup, like I'm going to the beach with my family and then I'm going to watch Corn Ferry tonight on tape delay. And like yeah. maybe maybe that's just me, but like I just I, I've seen that movie before with yeah. Eastlake. I watched. Can't let it win last week. Like I don't. It just. Like, I guess I'm, what, I'm really happy for him and good for him. But like, it's not going to change my day to day. I have no rooting interest whatsoever. What's tough is, uh, I'm not going to say I feel bad for the tour because it seems like they're trying to kind of have <laughs> all the cake and also eat all the cake. But it's bad cake too. On paper, on paper, like everything looks great, right? They identified the best player of the playoffs, probably the best player Which of the, of the season. They did right. Yes. Like they did a great job of that. They made something that came down to the last hole. They made something and that not only the best player, like the two best players. Yeah. Rom a hundred percent. And, and they did a great job of that and everything on paper seems perfect. Right. Like it, it seems like they did a really good job of that. The hard part is like, yeah, man, on paper, like that's why they don't play the games on paper, I guess. Like it, that's a good way to just make it kind of soulless. Like sometimes what's on paper is very different than what I'm seeing with my eye. And that's just kind of how the tour championship has felt for the last quite a while. But then, but then Billy Horschel wins the tour championship and you, you know, that was sick. That, that was, that was yeah, a fun year. That was actually super fun. That was a fun year. Yeah. But you no, know, but it, like, but then gets a massive inflated sense of self-importance <laughs> and all that. As always, it's almost kind of like the NFL and the NBA too. It's more exciting to talk about the news related to the events than the actual finales of the events. Real quick, I, I do want to say disappointing week for Scotty Scheffler. I thought Scheffler was going to assert himself and kind of make the the, the captain's pick easy. obvious. It seemed like uh, a good golf course. For some him. signs of life from P. Sixty six yesterday. That's a loaded statement. That that was yeah. Was that pun intended? I assume. No, it, it wasn't meant to be. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, you know what I've been we've been dogging Sungjae a little bit all year. Well, he just hasn't done that much. He made it to the Tour Championship and finished like twentieth. Like really good year for Sungjae and a yeah. complete down year. Like I think I think Sungjae over the next one, two, three years, like Sungjae is going to be a fucking force. I hope so. It was easy to forget 
how I mean that was this year he won the Honda, right? Like was that, that last, was last year? year? Yeah. Holy shit, that was last year. Oh yeah, that was the Mackenzie Hughes, right? Oh, all right. Forget everything I just said. <laughs> I was gonna say easy to forget how, like how good, he, like watching him in that time, you know, time period. There, it looked yeah. like he was gonna be an absolute world beater. And now, what I was gonna say is, that, yeah, there has been kind of an extended. It's period like we're where seeing we, his floor. We haven't though, really right? seen that guy. So, yeah. So, should we talk about yeah. P? Sure. Um, statement. I don't. I. It's hard to keep track of the statements and. uh I was going to say, I'm just going to stick to the facts of the situation, but I think are the you, facts are a loose gonna term. Use, you're going to use medical you, you, facts? You use, use med facts. A lot of quotes, a lot of confusion on the timeline and the procedures followed at the hospital, uh, but he was in the hospital for several days with bilateral pneumonia and said the doctors told him at some point to text his family and uh, as if it could. you don't know how this was going to go. And he ends up driving to Eastlake because his lungs could not with, withstand the pressurized cabin. Uh, I don't know if it's to, I assume it's because it's a Ryder cup year to try to make the Ryder cup team. I I'm uh money too. in money. They, they like the money. They like the money. And I'm, I'm, I don't know how to talk about this because anything that comes out of the Reed camp is just coated with like, you don't know where the truth starts, right? You well, don't can even, we talk about the PR? Like the just how badly they misplayed the PR, a bit of like the you know like all right like you have what bilateral pneumonia, then he says he didn't get tested for COVID on the way into the hospital. Well, there was a report that he did test positive for COVID. Then, like yeah. there was a Golf Channel a whole Golf Channel story written about it that then got taken down. It's like yo, just say you have fucking COVID. Dude. <laughs> well, I think that's the big take. You're you're wondering like what like that's the take. Like why does stuff have to be so difficult with this guy? Yeah. Well, why? Well, why is it that low, low key though, Randy? Like that's kind of turning into the entire fucking PJ Tour. Like, why does all of this have to be like some massive spin? Just somebody tell us, like, what is going on? Just somebody tell us like the truth about anything. And then, like, how about the Golf Channel like, <laughs> like pulling anything. down the report, any, any like, one topic, deleting it or whatever, which is basically the PJ Tour coming, Justine Reed going to, you know, this is me reading between the lines. This is all alleged, uh, but Justine Reed basically, I, I would imagine she went to player relations or the tour and said hey like you 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 have to get golf channel to pull this down you guys are part owners of golf channel now and they oblige it's so difficult to follow if if i had to take a best guess purely best guess i think p reed was probably had covid right and then probably got his first vaccine shot a few days before he was forced to go into the hospital to be treated for the COVID he had. So it's, it's, he, he can say truthfully he was vaccinated. I don't think he's ever said fully vaccinated, double shots. Like, and I, part of me is like, I don't like, who gives a like, shit why do I need him, to right? even care about this yeah. to a certain extent? But like, he's a lunatic anyway. He, he, he can say that while also like, well, the whole thing was like, well, you weren't vaccinated. Like when it, like mattered and he actually got sick and then that's where like i can't even talk about it because i don't know where the truth starts right i don't know if uh, i don't even know if he did have his first you know what that's i mean the like whole deal the whole thing with P. Yeah. you don't know where the truth starts and where the truth ends and what is the truth or what like it, it it's, we know what he outrageous. said is not true right because they said they wasn't tested when he got him into the hospital and shane ryan from golf digest called the hospital oh. and asked like Hey, how's that work? They're like, yeah, no, no, we test. No, I, a buddy of mine's a doctor. He's like, dude, this is such a, like every hospital yeah. test, no matter what your procedure is right, right. now, you, you are getting a test before you go into a hospital. <laughs> so like the, the very well, starting. Your lungs are on fire? <laughs> yeah, COVID, that never even occurred to us yeah. to think about that. The start, that's where the starting fact is so wrong that like, oh, 
Like honestly, that's, dude, that's like Justine's you, thing though. She just want, sets you off on this weird. Like I don't. I'm not ready. Like I'm. I'm sorry if this is cynical. Like, I'm not even ready to believe the story of like that he was that close. You know what I mean? Because exactly, I don't, I don't right. know what to. Right, right. I, I well, don't and mean, then he had an ankle thing going on. Sure, and and all this other shit. It's just it's, just, it's outrageous. The guy's like he's. He's just like he's a lying sack of shit about everything. It's sick. Net net, like do like does he? Why does he have to be on the Ryder Cup team this year? It feels like, oh, God, dude, you no. just had double pneumonia. Like well, maybe sit this one out. Dude, it's gonna what, roll around again I, in two years. I was I was texting this kind of like throughout the throughout the week, and it's just it's hard to overstate how outrageous that statement is just like, all right, and maybe the greatest bounty of depth uh, in the history of American golf. Like, do you think we should take the guy who doctors told a couple weeks ago, like maybe wouldn't survive this illness and isn't allowed to fly in pressurized cabin. And also like sabotage the team. And also the guy who (laughs) made Tiger Woods apologize to him and also drove that bus over Tom, like over all these captains. Like, do you think that's over Furyk? Yeah. Sorry. Confusing the other guy they should take. (laughs) And also hasn't even played that great. Like he's not. Yeah. Also involved in cheating scandals. Also like notoriously frosty with a lot of players. Like, do you think that's the guy we should take or, or no? Like what the fuck are we doing? Like how is this even a conversation? And that's where I think the disc, like the conversations that are being had in public, yeah, like from the little sources I do have close to the situation, they're like, yeah, the more like you try to like force this, the further off you get from who's who it's going to be. Well, the, the further like, outside, it's not the, be... the further outside the box you go, right? Like, yeah, the 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 the, the, the less sense it sounds like it makes. Yeah, it probably makes Which, less. Uh, sense. You know what? I'm hearing all sorts of rumors. <laughs> Randy and I both are hearing all sorts of rumors that now the Brooks. Hurt his wrist. That Mickelson is going to be is play, <laughs> ready. I heard that. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I heard that too. Heard Justine mentioned that as well. Yeah, I heard that too. That you know Phil wanted to be on the team, but only if Patrick was on the team exactly. as well. That's what that's what Justine said. Phil but. might have legit been Patrick's doctor with some of this, some of these quotes that we're hearing. <laughs> he gave him some that's... coffee for wellness. <laughs> yeah, we can talk a little bit more. You're we can we can do some Ryder Cup stuff. Uh, we'll do it. We're doing a recap of Monday night after the. Solheim Cup as well. But some more news that came out. Golf.com scoop. A PGA Tour Drive to Survive series coming to Netflix. Imagine that. What an outrageous outside the box idea. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I wanna get out in front of this. I'm gonna refuse to be cynical about this. We're cynical about everything related to the PGA Tour. This is exactly what we've been clamoring for for years. It's exactly what we've been saying they should be doing. And now they're doing it. And I, I hope it's great. Of course, there are big ifs. Of course, there are big ifs. There's a lot of, you know, I think the biggest An thing. enormous one. There, there are known unknowns. There, there, that's my man Rummy would say. Rummy would say. <laughs> R.I.P. Did he die? Yeah. Shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah Is this like yeah. the time you guys thought Greg T. Nelson was dead? <laughs> no, 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 He died. He died. And like that's that. a known known. <laughs> yes, of course. Big ifs. Known unknowns is whether uh, it will be you know, open and authentic and uh, accessible as, they gave up as the Drive to Survive control. series is, which is what makes it so good is F1 has virtually no input on the production company who makes it. And as such, you get a very raw, pretty unvarnished look at a lot of guys, which is very, very rare in sports and <laughs> exceedingly rare in golf. Uh, and so if the PJ Tour provides that i think it'll be excellent i cannot wait to watch it and here's one thing i'll say on that i kind of posted a bunch of stuff on twitter earlier this week but reheating some of that i just do not 
Drive to Survive has been so successful for both Netflix and F1. By all accounts, you see sports business write-ups about it constantly and how much the viewership is up. And so I will get to a big caveat for mm. why that might be. But I just they, – they have a formula now. They have a proven – like I, I see – One formula. I, I don't see uh, – Oh, my God. I don't see any bargaining chips that like the PJ Tour would bring to the table. That would outweigh what Netflix and the how production love, companies and all these people are saying. I don't get why the same production company would get involved. I don't get why Netflix would get involved. I don't get why any of these people would sign on if they're not getting exactly what they want. And they they have to know. I feel like they wait. They know what that issue is, and they have to know that like PJ Tour, you know what you're signing up for, right? And they waited the PJ Tour, Tour out for sure. Yes, like, you know this was percolating for. Right. We've heard rumors from the tour and. Yeah, it seems like it's been going on for like yeah, two or three years. But I think one thing to consider, though, is one of the things with Drivers Survive is like it's more catnip for people who are relatively new fans or casual 100%. fans than hardcore fans. So I think that's something to consider where even if it doesn't scratch all the itches for us, maybe it's not going to you know, not do that for others. Exactly. Right? And that's an important thing to get on the record now. And that's yeah. again where I'm like, yo, I'm not going to be cynical about this Which because it's also great for the tour. It totally yeah. might not be for yeah. me. That's like, that's fine. Yeah. But well, I would and say drive to survive. Like a lot of like the F1 podcasts I listen to, like they're, they do like series reviews. Interesting of it. stuff gleaned from yes. it. Yeah. yeah. Like there's, there's enough layers there. I so think where I struggle down. a little bit is hearing about what Ricky's, Ricky's going to have a big, like Ricky's one of the investors in it or has one of the it sounds they're working very with, team was heavy you're gonna have a Cameron Champ episode you're gonna have a big tone episode and you're gonna have a Ricky episode for sure we'll see well I think Ricky's production company which yeah Randy yeah. do you know Ricky had a production company mm. uh, they did Unfortunately, some, I some similar that. stuff with like a Oklahoma State Golf Channel series that it, you know what he also was, did was reviewed he did and I haven't watched it yet but I was just talking to somebody who told me to watch it um uh, Native American. Oh, I heard about that too, and I haven't watched it. Yet. Which I need to give it a try because yeah. I've heard it's good. So yeah. I'm, I'm not, I won't pass judgment on Ricky's uh, production. Which, like the biggest two layups they could do is like, all right, you have to have, or like three layups, you have to have a Phil episode. You have to have a Harry I don't know Higgs if they'll do episode. That. I don't think the PJ Tour wants to ride for the guy who's trying that's, to like. That's also true. well. Think about season tour. one or, or or Harry Higgs and Cameron Smith. Like those are two guys. That'd be great. That, you know. And think about season one, Drive to Survive. You didn't have Mercedes, right? You, you know, so I, if if we don't have Phil or Tiger or some of those big names right away, that's you know that's not reason to panic. So, all you want to give us the big elephant in the room? Let us down, man. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> well, Skip got into <laughs> Drive to Survive at your guys' recommendation. No, I'm a big fan of Drive to Survive. <laughs> loved it, like riveted, right? And as I finished it, I was like, I want to watch an F1 race. I'm excited. And, and I was also did. like, you know what? You amateur, like you like the little blockbustery, the one with the special sound effects and the edited story. You fell for that, like you you ready to be a fan of this? Like, are you ready for it to be a fan? And I so I went in pretty skeptical of F one races, and then turns out F one races are a freaking joy to watch. There is no commercial interruptions. The announcers are dedicated to their craft. They have such passion. And they are, you know, as entertaining in the race for ninth place as they are for first place. They're explaining tire strategies. They got team radio. They're running live audio in. It is all designed for the fan. It keeps you there. And the way their league is structured, 
not to unpack it too much, but like they just have a million sponsors within the teams. Like that's the teams pay drivers salaries and it's not this like big TV deal, at least for us in the United States that funds the whole operation. Right. How does that compare to what yeah. golf is? That's what I was going to say is let, let's tease the, uh, you know, so the consumer, the consumer path here of like, I've just discovered this show totally randomly on Netflix. This is unbelievable. I can't these guys wait. look fun. I yeah. can't wait to get involved. Wait, how do how do I watch this? What oh, the hell? Oh <laughs> my god, there's no more polar opposite yeah. in a viewing experience than watching golf versus watching Formula Even 1. Even so beyond the viewing experience, the app, the, well, the yeah, social channels. If we're even talking just about the game just of golf, it, like but yeah. getting clubs, getting access to a course, like all that stuff. No, that's or a, even just just trying to follow the tour, and fo- yeah. trying to follow like like even logging onto the app or logging onto the website or trying to track like Stuff like that. It's like not like even beyond the broadcast, the product just sucks. Well, but the main thing being like you want people to care about these these athletes and these characters and these people like tune in and watch them like that's what they care about is TV ratings because they sell all this money in TV product. Right. F1 loves the TV ratings because that's more like more sponsors that come in to the individual owners, the teams, all this stuff. And like they don't do anything at all to ever address this. So like you're gonna get in best case scenario, the series is a huge hit. It is very entertaining. It is awesome. It's dramatic. I'm a little suspect that it will be, but let's say that's best case scenario. They get there and they go try to watch for the first time, and you're gonna hit them with 18 minutes of commercials yeah. in an hour. Like what? What is your retention rate? And then not rate? show any of the people that they show yeah. on the like on the. Five of the ten episodes. It's essentially so. like running it like the world's best marketing campaign. Yes, for like eight thousand dollars shoes. Like, let me click through to this website. Like, these shoes look awesome. Like, whoa, no, this is not what I'm interested <laughs> in at all. <laughs> Holy shit, no, never mind. So, like, uh, I of course we'll watch the show. Of course, it's like a great idea. But again, like, if you want to funnel people in. You have got to like that funnel at the bottom needs to be like there needs to be some good shit at the bottom. Yeah, of the it needs funnel. to be wide, yeah. Like it, it, you got to let some stuff in there. I don't know where can I'm I, going with this analogy. Can but we it. talk about all right? So I think a good lead-in for that is like, granted, I know this was kind of a perfect storm with COVID rescheduling stuff and there being European tour this morning. Which, by the way, Rasmus Hogard's identical twin won. Really? In Italy? Yeah. Uh, this is just which breaking is, news. Which is wild. <laughs> yeah. Words just coming into knowing. So I had no idea podcast. he was even a twin at all. Uh, in the in the course in Italy sounds like a complete like to, a Tommy Fazio oh. disaster. What was the po- what was the original point here? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why don't we so, circle this no, back? Sorry, sorry, sorry. So going back, uh, which I know I say going back a lot, um, the Corn Ferry Tour, most like exciting tournament of the year for me to watch, the path to the PGA Tour that they promote a lot right it's 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 like the minor league it's like the minor league championship right you got the 25 at the end of the season and then the 25 from the finals they didn't even fucking show it live this weekend like like yeah it's i mean and yeah. like, like i guess it was streaming but like they, they they kept advertising it during coverage of solheim cup and everything with no times or no instructions on when or where to watch it and you've got like one like a guy that these are the guys that are going to be on the PGA Tour next year. Like it's, you get fifty new guys on the PGA Tour next year, fifty rookies, and <laughs> which, like which again, like going on that and and tying some of the like two of these points together is, I, I just picture them like Justin Lauer. Let's we're going to give him a ton of shout outs. I'm sure on this podcast, but he's someone who just got his PGA Tour card. Let's do 
like literally PJ Tour, welcome to the greatest story on your tour right yes. there is Justin Lauer, right? Episode about him would bring the house down. It would be unbelievable. And then you get to, you know, good luck explaining to new fans like what the reshuffle is and how the priority rankings work and why Justin's not playing this week and what's like, going on here. They'll what, beat like, the shit out of it next year. Why is he not ever on TV? I want to watch cut. Justin. I can't ever see him. When he makes a cut or does something next year, something notable the first time, they'll try to go back and and start from scratch. Like, here's who Justin Lauer is, and it's going to be this pre-produced PGA Tour entertainment, you know, like PGA Tour Productions just puff piece and it's not going to resonate it's like show just just cover this shit live well, and show it to somebody, people in real time yeah right? it's just hard with so many players you just end up being they're too big they're, yeah a mile wide and an inch deep right? it's they're, it's big i the only thing i was gonna add with the drive to survive stuff was by so explicitly like hitching their wagon and um like setting the expectation for folks to like compare it to yeah. the, the f1 version yeah. is like Yo, that's a that's a high bar to like get to, sure. And, and uh, also, racing's exciting. Like, yeah, candidly, like golf is ninety nine percent of it is not exciting. So I just worry. It's like, yo, people are gonna come in with like really high expectations, and I, I like, I hope you guys realize that. Me, me, me and Big are going out tomorrow. We're grabbing a camera. We're gonna go try to make something comparable to The Godfather. <laughs> yeah. like, we want who, you to judge us on whether we get there or not. Knowing who quarterback this for the tour, like I have measured expectations. Just say that. We'll see. We'll see. So, speaking of Corn Ferry, big shout out Justin Lauer. Oh, the hitter! No laying up. Young. We have young hitters have, at the Solheim Cup. We have young hitters going to the PGA Tour. Unbelievable, man! Our, our baby boy graduated. Twenty. He didn't make it easy on us. Ugh. Finished twenty fifth. Got up and down on the last hole, seventy second hole, uh, from probably fifteen yards off the green. Hard. Hard chip shot, really hard oh, chip shot, gosh. and just skinny, completely tight chip shot for yeah. your life. It's like your, two and a half feet yeah. for everything. I uh, man, I was, I was in the, I was in O'Hare this morning, and I've been looking at stuff like since last night, and I'm like, I might fly to Evansville. Like I've been thinking about. And then I looked and I'm like, like it was impossible for me to get from Evansville to Toledo tonight or even tomorrow morning without like renting a car and driving six and a half hours. And then I thought, oh my god, what if like what if he doesn't? What if he doesn't make it? And yeah, that could, could be really tough. <laughs> and he and like I, I don't know like so background. Justin three years ago misses a seven foot birdie putt on the seventy second hole at Corn Ferry Tour Champ or Webb Tour Championship at the time at uh, and like hit a good putt and misses it. Finishes twenty six. I think he missed it by like fifty dollars. And every like just I think we we've only been with him for this kind of journey for like the last three or four years but just knowing like everything that he's been through his personal story and which we've talked about and he's been on the trap draw totally. and we did a video about it but just the, i was gonna say please seek that out the broad like, strokes he, he lost his dad lost his brother in the same day in the same accident like just and ha- never has like it. unbelievable perspective on everything is so well spoken and interesting and thoughtful and just a kind awesome guy and uh yeah we're all just and, extremely happy for him and never knew how how good he was like yeah he played he played d3 college golf was the best at d3 college golf goes and plays hooters tour and all these mini tours keeps winning and all that and like he's done it the hard way and he's a be a 31 32 33 year old pga tour rookie next year and and he's like and like even this year like he he played exceptionally well during the regular season 
almost like he's he, he's lost in playoffs each of the last two or three seasons for his first win and he's always just right there on the bubble like all year he's been hanging out 28th 31st I was gonna say you know how everybody always says like what a great story Zach Johnson is and like how he overcame all these odds and stuff like it's a very similar story just like got a a couple of like really bad bounces man and just that have kept him and off off the big tour basically right and yeah I like in in all my years of following sports I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever rooted for somebody as hard and as like earnestly as I have for him over the last two or three years. Yeah, it's it's super exciting. We got you know a couple of videos the Corn Fairy Tour posted of his his interview afterwards, his message to Taylor Montgomery who finished twenty six, like he couldn't even get through it, saying like, "I've been that guy. Like I know exactly. Like you're gonna have your day." And it just yeah, the 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 span of emotions between you know the you know the highest level of the most cash available in a day to somebody playing for their card to like. Also, us being here in Toledo to people that aren't even playing for money. It's a weird week of golf, and it wasn't supposed to overlap this way, and COVID kind of forced it. And I'm super excited that Solheim gets its date to itself there on Monday. Uh, If you're listening to this on Monday, please do tune into the afternoon as matches go off shortly afternoon. But, uh, yeah, a lot lot to take in. We'll be doing another pod uh, tomorrow night or Monday night uh, in reaction to the Solheim Cup finale. But for now, let's uh, let's go watch some singles. Love it. Let's do it. Cheers. Good stuff. Crack on. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Expect anything.